0: You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 a.m. Every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago.
1: Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Therese, you can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. And uh, great first half hour, Mark. It really was. Delightful, Very delightful couple ins- along with Dan Olson. Inspiring. Very inspiring. And at, uh, the time in Chicago is 8.35 on this, uh, looks like another hot humid day and big storms oh. coming back in tonight. and We call these the dog days of August. and I'm okay with it because, do you realize, next Wednesday is already September. No. And then we have Labor Day weekend and it's like, where did summer fly? Yep. Where'd it go? Tremendous second half hour of the program lined up. Joyce DeRiga, editor of the Chicago Catholic, is the guest for the second half of the program. Joyce will talk about some of the stories that were recently covered in Chicago Catholic, starting with the funeral of slain police officer Ella French. Joyce, welcome to the program. Welcome. How are you, Joyce? You always got such a beautiful smile, and Ah, and you're always so so busy. But uh, we all are. We we truly have saddened heavy hearts. What took place a few weeks ago with the shooting, the death of Ella French, and then also uh, the other uh, officer. Uh, I think it was uh, officer, was it uh, Carlos?
2: Yeah, let me look it up. Our I, website, all this stuff's on our website, and our website's down right now, so I'm sort yeah. of yeah. The thing is, I
1: did you know, <laughs> unfortunately he was you know shot in the eye, and rehabilitating, and just just a he tragic, was shot in the head too, shot to, yeah, times shot the his head and, and the eye, on. and just horrible, <laughs> horrible, and um, yeah. and now tell us something about first of all the cardinal. Cardinal Supich gave a magnificent homily at Ella French's uh, funeral, I think it was last Thursday, at St. Rita's the Chapel. And, um, you know, what? the words were so inspiring, but our hearts are so heavy. And uh, say more about that, Joyce.
2: Well, he, um, no, it was a good homily, you know, and he, he was, he had spoken to the mom ahead of time and, you know, got some, um, understanding of who Ella French was. But what I liked about the homily was he, uh, he was ministering to both the police and then like the general public, right? Because Mm -hmm. he acknowledged that the police, every time they go out, you know, they don't know that they're going to come home and that they put their line, their lives on the line for us every day. And that, um, that's something that we should recognize. And he said, um, I pulled up the story. He said, we pray for the intercession of St. Michael, the archangel the patron the police officers to watch over you and banish from your minds and hearts. Any temptation that leads you to conclude that you are alone or that you have to suffer in lonely silence. And, you know, and he really talked about how her, her death isn't in vain. You know, we can all learn from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if, guys, if you have the, um, we can pull it up. There's a part where he says, Let us all take a step back and put aside the impulse that would divide us. It was good. I mean, it was very moving. You can, um, if you go to chicagocatholic.com, we have some photos up from it. And I don't know if you've ever been to one of these. Um, unfortunately, we've been to a couple, you know, for police and fire. And it's powerful. Yeah. And the display of support, there were hundreds and hundreds of officers from around the state and around, you know, the country outside. It was hot. Five of them passed out, right? Yeah. And then um, this is a prayer service they did the week before for um, Ella up in the 16th district. And like 400 people came out. They closed down Milwaukee Avenue um, for the service. But, you know, it was a lot people inside the the uh, chapel, as you all saw on TV. But then we have covered a few of the processions. And the processions are so – I cry every time because mm-hmm. there were over a 1,000 police cars that – see it took up the process with the with the hearse and so we went down to leo high school which is right along the route Mm -hmm. and all of leo came out and i spoke to both the principal and the president and leo's predominantly african-american right Mm -hmm. and they said you know it's most it's important for us to come out right now and pay our respects and also to witness to this that you know that maybe this is a bridge that can can um, cross that gap between police officers and young African-American men right now. So it's, you know, and then another thing um, afterwards, Karen wanted, Karen Callaway, our photo editor, who we were together running around on this, she wanted to go and get photos of a makeshift shrine by where Officer French was killed over in West Englewood. I pulled up GPS, it's 15 minutes away. That's in the 15 minutes that it took us to get from Auburn Gresham to West Inglewood, three police incidents we saw that they had people pulled over one of them the block was there was a suv vehicle blocking the us getting down this street and then there was red and yellow police tape that's in 15 minutes when just a thousand over a thousand police cars just went through and we're going through and there's just blight and poverty and um there was some one-way streets so to get to the shrine we had to go through the the neighborhood and people are sitting out fanning themselves there's trash everywhere and there's just and i I think it was just the emotion of the day, but I got angry. I'm like, nobody should live like this. You know, wow. like yep. maybe yeah. a half dozen miles away in Beverly, there's a whole different existence, right? And people in um, in our neighborhoods live just there's such disparity between the
1: and such so, so close so proximity. Uh, we need to go yeah. to a, to a break here, so um, that's. Tremendous, you're speaking from the heart there, Joyce. Take us to break mark.
0: Yeah, and when we get back, Joyce, you know, you are the consummate storyteller and documenter of these events for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I want to talk to you a little bit about the importance of that role and how you see it. So, WNDZ 750 a.m., Catholic Chicago 312 255 8408, or you can watch us on youtube.com Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Joyce Doriga, Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresa will be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
3: so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700.
0: We've been together in spirit. And now, when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze son otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. Or you can see us and hear us on youtube.com slash Chicago. We're with Joyce DeRiga, editor of the Chicago Catholic. And Joyce has shared very emotional reflections, recollections on the funeral for police officer Ella French. We appreciate your honesty in terms of what you've been sharing with us. And you talked about those three instances, you know, going from going to where she was uh, shot. But you also are going to talk a little bit about, well, what are some of the solutions? And there's a whole grants uh, program recently called Our Peace Plan. And if you could talk a little bit about that, because... there are some people trying to make a difference and to bring solutions yeah. and answers to this. Yes, exactly.
2: Absolutely, and Father Greg, Mark, you might know her too, but Father Greg does. Um, Linda Weaver, uh, she sure. a very she's a very
1: active parishioner at the cathedral. We both know Linda very, yeah. very well. Uh yeah. she's a, I call her the, a living saint.
2: She really is, and. She lost, um, her husband and her two sons died in a plane crash. Um, They were out fishing in Canada in a remote Mm -hmm. spot in 2019. So she found out that she um, was the beneficiary of her son Johnny's, one of his life insurance policies. So she um, has always wanted to do something on nonviolence. So she came up with this idea of um, donating that money and encouraging parishes to submit plans that then she could fund with these grants. And she did it through Bishop Bob Lombardo's office of I carry three. So it's, you know, Austin, West Side. Um, it's also downtown. You know, it's also like Old St. Mary's and um whatnot. And she ended up it involves I think six the, parishes. Sorry, she yes, she ended up giving to six parishes and she also threw in an extra twenty five thousand dollars. So for a total of hundred and five thousand dollars they got um six parishes got grants. Three parishes got $25,000 each, and then three other parishes got 10. And, you know, I was talking to some of the pastors, for example, in Little Village, um, Mother of the Americas, which just merged with St. Roman, Our Lady of Tepeyac, and um, Assumption, I can't remember the last one, mm-hmm. but they're going to start an arts intervention program for youth after school, where they're going to teach them how to, this certain type of art, that's linoleum screen printing, and and they'll be able to sell their art, like, because you can reproduce it, and the priest was saying, you know, we couldn't do this without someone like Linda giving us this money, we wouldn't have the money to, they have to buy the equipment, they're going to pay the, yeah, that right there, that's the the shrine to Ella Mm -hmm. French, Um, but, so, you know, not everybody has the means that, you know, that Linda has, but you can do, do things like this, like, I was talking to Again, Father Baharik over at um, Mother of Americas, and that, that's in Little Village. And he said they always need help. You know, you can come and volunteer, you know, or you can offer financial support. But those parishes tend to not have a lot of financial support in there, you know, because their communities aren't wealthy. So they're trying to keep the lights on and, you know, still try and prevent violence and minister to their people. So I think there's a lot of you th- know, there's no one solution, right? Because and people think, I think sometimes, especially from outside Chicago, they see this on the headlines and they're like, oh, that's just bad people. They don't want to get jobs. They don't want to... It, no. Mm-mm. You know... It's um, not the Saint case. St. Sabina does a program where they um, train, they give job skills, like real job skills to guys who are in this kind of group, age group, and targeted. And what they found is sometimes these, these folks have never been outside a three-mile radius of St. Sabina. Now, these you are... Know, like, that seems... Go
0: ahead. No, I was just going to say, these are two great stories in the Chicago Catholic. I went on a couple of days ago just in preparation for today, and then a screen popped up and said, put my email in and I can receive updates. Can you just talk a little bit, I, I, I know that's not why you came on the program, but talk a little bit about how do people connect to the Chicago Catholic, to these wonderful, inspirational uh, to be able to get the paper. stories. Yeah, how do they, and not only that, online too. But go ahead, Joyce.
2: Yeah, chicagocatholic.com, which is now back online. Um, if they were having an issue this morning. but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good timing. I freaked out when the site <laughs> down. And, yeah. <laughs> um, the, um, yeah, so you can get this, this. This pops up, and it's annoying, and I apologize, but once you type in your email. You don't get this anymore. This is we send out. I send out a newsletter three about three times a week. Um, it's usually two news emails. So it'll be our stories or stories from the Vatican, and then there'll be um, a, a scripture column from Father Don Senior for the the weekend mass. And then on the weeks that the Cardinal writes, um, he will replace one of the and it's he'll replace one of the newsletters with his column. We also, you can follow us on social media. We put everything up there. You know, the the subscription is $25. Um, We're not fully funded by the Archdiocese, so we do rely on ads and subscriptions for some of our um, support. But, um, you know, and I, of course, this is personal for me, right? Like, this is a vocation. And we were the only one, you know, when the pandemic shut down, we were out. We were going out If mm-hmm. you wanted to find out what was going on in the past. You never shut meeting. down. There was en- we were it like, and I keep telling people, you know, we, you know, we, we worked hard and we got a lot of uh, stuff out there. So I would encourage people to, um, subscribe or at least check us out. You know, and, and you've been the editor the for
1: how many years five. now, Joyce? Sorry, father. You've been the editor for how many years?
2: Over 13.
1: Over 13. Wow. Over 13 already. Right that from 8th grade. Yeah, right from 8th grade <laughs> became the editor. <laughs> and maybe just our last, yeah, yeah make the the Cross those that are doing YouTube here. Hmm. Uh, to kind of a little bit of a segue, um, tell us maybe about Father Andrew uh, Lagminas yeah. being appointed to serve as an official, the doctrinal section of the Holy See's Congregation, the Doctrine of the Faith, which is a, an incredible, prestigious position, So, and, and Father Andrew is a wonderful, wonderful young priest. He sure is. And uh, I've got sweaters older than him, mm. and uh, he's only 37 years old. So tell us a little about that. That's a good story.
2: Right. You know, there's, he's only one of two um, English speakers who will be in that office. It's an international office. They, they deal with faith and morals. been around for a couple hundred years, you know. Um, people know it as the Inquisition came through it, but... Um, they do different things now. Yeah. He's got, he can, has a, he's very humble about it, but he can, um, has a working knowledge of about six languages and, um, a PhD studied in Rome, you know, and he's, he used to, he was in Calvert house, uh, Mm -hmm, this last, mm -hmm. his last assignment. And it was great because he's brilliant. Like I know his family, I know his mom and, um, he, it was a good assignment for him down at the University of Chicago because he can relate to those young people who are asking those questions and he can answer them on their level. But he's also feels that this appointment to go to Rome, it shows, could help people in the church here in Chicago understand the universal church. Like a lot of people probably don't know that there's these congregations at the Vatican, you know, and, um, and it's a way for the Vatican serves the diocese, but it's a way for diocese to give back to service to the universal church. So, he'll be dealing with um, issues on the anywhere from the English speaking world, and they consult—they have consultors and theologians and stuff all over the world. So,
0: and he also. But has, I'm not
2: surprised. Go ahead.
0: You no, know, just as you say, he also has pastoral experience. He was at your home parish at Mary, Mary of Wisdom. Wisdom, and, and people, people loved him. Oh, they absolutely loved him.
2: I forgot that. Yeah, Father.
0: Because he, he, he has a compassionate soul. So this position... He's very pastoral. Yeah. If he and, break, that, and that's very
1: much needed in that position. Exactly. Exactly. Not only about the doctrine, but being pastoral to the human situation. But, you know, and also, Father Andrew, like you mentioned, Joyce, is so humble, down to earth, always deflecting any praise. And um, so well, that appointment in some ways is no surprise, but it's a, it's a great appointment for him.
0: Right. Now... I had a question about the Cardinal's column. So it 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 shows in every issue, correct? Mhm.
2: No, no. Only if he writes.
0: Okay, do you <laughs> do you prompt him with topics or does he just say here's what I want to talk about or
2: Yeah, he um and He's a he great writer. You shook your so head on like
0: radio people. just so you know. When when you when Was you were that? shaking your head yes or no? Well, yeah. The radio audience oh. couldn't see it. Yeah, the, the oh, YouTube people can oh. see, but the radio audience <laughs> saying, okay, we, no, to go um, to, we go to dead we, air. Please we stand don't... by. <laughs> 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 don't worry about that, Joyce.
1: It's, it's, listen, it's happened before in the studio here.
0: Now, Joyce, what's the next uh, big story that you're looking at for the Chicago Catholic? Can you give us a little teaser?
2: Sure. We're working on, hopefully we'll get it done for this issue. Mundelein's turning a hundred. Um, if you've ever been up to Mundelein seminary, it's beautiful grounds, um, has a neat history with Cardinal Mundelein founded the town, all of that. Um, we have another peace March that we're going to St. John Bosco, Stanislaus, Bishop, Martyr, St. James. This is all like in Belmont, Cragen, which also sees its share of violence. Uh, we're going there. Um, and then, um, different things there's um the silver rose the knights of columbus have this silver rose that goes around the country it's in honor of our lady of guadalupe it's coming to chicago um we haven't i don't remember it ever coming before so that's at saint Teresa palatine tomorrow night and then on sunday um saint benedict on urban park road is having a service for i don't know if you saw the story about the indigenous schools some of them were run by catholic communities Mm -hmm. and they found a lot of um, mass graves, which and that's a complicated mm-hmm. issue because there was a lot of disease at that time. And, you know, you kind of bury disease bodies and that anyway, but anyway, so they're having a prayer service for that. So that's some of the stuff that we're covering, but you know, other things I want to take a look at is like grief and COVID, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who maybe put their loved one in a, the hospital and thought they would get yeah. them back and they died in the hospital. And now it's like, well, did I make that the wrong decision and there's all this and i think the mental health issue from covid still going on and now that illinois is putting mask mandates back again today um i think mental health has been um hugely impacted i want to say something about that
1: joyce that is uh you know i think we're all all of us are becoming down again with the numbers rising and now new uh Further disciplines put into place with wearing masks i mean mark and i are in the uh, radio studio here each we were each wearing a mask that was more than six feet apart and we th- and wants to be wearing masks and okay. we, we comply with the state
0: we thought by now we'd have oh. we'd have an in-studio guest oh sure in fact no. you I
1: remember joyce back in june things were looking much much better the numbers oh. were down like the, the, the positivity rate was like 0.60 less than 1 in chicago now what is it today about 4.6 or pushing 5% positivity yes. rate we are moving in the wrong direction and this delta variant not only is it running rampant in the, among the unvaccinated but the breakthrough cases are on the rise now maybe right. those people are not getting as sick but guess what i have been vaccinated the two shots i don't want covid even to be asymptomatic and i i don't who wants covid And now they're talking another variant coming. But now you hear the latest is that there's a possibility with all these mutations and um, of the the virus. It may be hit on one may come in which no virus or no uh, vaccine will be of help to it. So we need to program to a close. And, uh, you know, Joyce, you have done an outstanding job now for over 13 years. As the editor of the uh, Chicago Catholic, it's amazing how quickly the years have gone by. And it was even in your voice when you were conveying the whole story regarding Ella French. Sometimes people forget you are an editor, you are a reporter, but there's a human side to you oh, yeah. that you are touched to the deepest core. Because even when you were yeah. talking today about the Ella French funeral and procession, you were choking up. But that's the you gift. Choking that's up.
0: the gift you bring.
1: Yes, to exactly. The, to I the ministry. Now. To the ministry. Because of the human side of you you and the faith side of you. So I want to say thank you very much to uh, Joyce DeRiga this last half hour, editor of the Chicago Catholic, who does a marvelous job. You'll be back on again, Joyce. So God bless you. Keep up the great work. And special thank Thank you to uh, co-host Mark Teresi. Mark, great to be with you here this morning. It's been wonderful. uh, It was a great, great hour. special thank you to our... Producers and editors and directors and whatever you want to call them, Michael May and Brian Hockey, Hitman Brock. So Michael and Brian, again, a tremendous job organizing the program and keeping us straight. And to all of our listeners, may God bless you. Stay healthy. And the Cubs play the White Sox this weekend. I'm a diehard White Sox fan. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Best team win. Go White Sox. Go Cubs.